How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Friday, December the 3rd. Hello, my friends. Hope you're well. And we're going to finish off your week here with some video game news, as always. Let's get into it. The first thing I want to talk about is Battlefield and Electronic Arts. Because following the pretty negative reception to the latest entry in the series, Battlefield 2042, it is being reported that they are making a number of changes in the behind the scenes of that franchise. First of all, they are looking to greatly expand what they call the Battlefield universe, which is to say they're, they're planning on making more games, perhaps more than just the every other year release of the multiplayer shooter. They actually created a new studio being led by one of the Halo designers, and he's going to be working on a narrative-driven experience for Battlefield. And then the studio who handled the Portal game mode in 2042 is also working on a new experience for that game. This reinforcement of the franchise is also being reflected in the personnel. So the whole franchise will now fall under the responsibilities of Vince Zampella, who you might recognize as the head of Respawn, dealing with Apex and Star Wars Jedi. The general manager of DICE is also going to be changing hands, though EA has said that Battlefield is also not necessarily going to be just associated with DICE anymore. They have lots of studios doing lots of things for this franchise now. So it definitely looks like they have not been shaken by the unfortunate release of 2042. Indeed, they have committed to fixing the game in a number of different ways, putting out a bunch of different updates, and we'll just have to see how this plays out, I suppose. Okay, there are two kind of minor updates to a couple of games that I wanted to tell you about. One of them is Stardew Valley, which is getting version 1.5.5, and this doesn't add any more content to the game, but it kind of what he calls future-proofs the game. Primarily the next update, version 1.5.6, which is going to add a lot more modding support to the game, working in collaboration with some of the prominent modders in the community. So if that's your niche, definitely keep your eye on that. And the other thing is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which is getting its final balance update today, version 13.0.1. However, Nintendo has said that this is going to be the last balance update. So following this, the combat mechanics are, are done. If there's any other updates, it'll probably be just, you know, for problems, technical issues. So there you go. Two really great games with some future proofing in them. By the way, I'll reiterate Stardew Valley heading to Game Pass soon. Definitely worth playing. Hey, I wanted to tell you about a VR game that has been announced today. It's called Cities VR, kind of a spinoff of City Skylines, the city building simulator. Uh, there's a couple of caveats here. One of them is that this is not by the original studio who made City Skylines but it is by a studio who has made a lot of VR games before. Also, naturally, they have had to change how the game works a little bit, specifically the camera point of view. It's actually really interesting. It's almost like you're like building a model train set, except obviously it's a city. Obviously, the PC game is like a strict isometric view, but this is much more up close and personal. Anyway, they haven't really said if this is supposed to be like exactly City Skylines, but in VR, or if it's going to be a different game with different mechanics but it's worth keeping your eye on anyway if you're into VR. The remaster for Kingdoms of Amalur, it's called Re-Reckoning, is actually going to be getting an expansion. It's not often that you see a remaster getting an expansion, but yeah, on December 14th, Fate Sworn will be available on PC and last-gen consoles, and it's actually pretty substantial. There's a new storyline, areas and quests, and gameplay mechanics. The level cap is increasing, new soundtrack. It's pretty interesting. Of course, Kingdoms of Amalur has this very unique history that I don't have time to go into right now. I'd encourage you to look it up. 
But uh, the original release of the game did not go well monetarily, and THQ Nordic picked up the rights to the game. And so that's why they made the remaster, and now evidently some more content. So there you go, super cool. And uh, hey folks, that is pretty much all of the news from today. Thank you so much for tuning in, it's greatly appreciated. Today is Friday, which also means I'd like to remind you that this show is listener-supported. If you'd like to throw me a cup of coffee, please head over to patreon.com slash thegamingobserver. And I'd like to give a special shout-out to our producers, Anna Marie, Andrew, Anthony, Bernie, Emmanuel, Rail, Rawdeath21, Red Flem, Rob Matzker, and Telesthesia. Thank you all so much. Back tomorrow with a variety show, back with the news on Monday. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. Hey, it's the TGO After Show. Welcome, welcome. Hello, my friends. Remember how I said that I would be binge-playing some video games? Well, I said that, and then I immediately just got enraptured in my book. Brandon Sanderson has this tendency to reserve all of the biggest plot points to the very end of the book. People call it the Sanderstorm. Wait, is it the Sanderstorm? Sandalanche? No, I think it's the Sanderstorm. (laughs) But I love the idea of it being called the Sandalanche. You know, just a barrage of crazy stuff happening at the very end of the book where all of the different plot lines that have been so separate for the whole book are intricately weaved together at the end. And of course, I'm at that like 75-80% mark where all those things are starting to happen and I really don't want to stop reading. So unfortunately, tonight is probably going to be dedicated to finishing this book. But then I am not starting another book. I'm not going to let it happen again. December is for the games of 2021. For, for Inscription and Death's Door and Genesis Noir. In fact, I'm probably going to install quite a bit of them on the laptop that I just recently got because uh, I spend a lot of time at my desk in front of this screen and I would love to just, you know, play some of these games upstairs instead. And it gives me a good opportunity to actually try and use the laptop as opposed to have it just sit there until we leave. Anyway, I don't have much else to talk about at this point. Not much going on. Same, same old, same old. What happened in the news today? I don't know. I, Battlefield, I guess, was the big one. I find it very interesting how, how the reception to Battlefield was generally negative, and their response was not like, oh, hey, we'll make Battlefield better. They were just like, nah, great success, let's keep it going. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, uh, that's one way of doing it. It's totally fine. If, if they believe, then I believe. Well, okay, that's not necessarily true. But if they believe, then I admire their chutzpah. How about that? I get to say chutzpah because it's Hanukkah right now. I will say, I think this is the right thing to do. I think that if you have an IP that you believe in, then you should be making as many experiences around that IP as possible. I think Riot Games is doing it correctly, and I've said this a million times, but the fact that they had a wildly successful game in League of Legends, and they made it work for like 10 years, and then they went, hey, a lot of people really like the characters that we've made in this game, let's go put them in something else. And it worked, and they made a great game. And did they, like, make the League of Legends equivalent of those other genres? No. Runeterra probably is not beating Hearthstone. Okay, maybe Teamfight Tactics is at the top of the auto-battlers, but there's not a lot of competition there. But Valorant is not beating CSGO. The fighting game is probably not going to beat the established fighting games. And the recent releases that they had, the Hextech Mayhem and The Lost King, like, most people don't even know about those games. I'm sure they turned a profit, though. You know, they were niche games from from well-known studios, or indie studios, I guess. And then, oh my god, forget about the wild success of their Netflix series, of the music that they make. Like I said, okay, I've talked about this enough times, but 
My point is, if you have an, a, a name like Battlefield, great recognition. In my opinion, they should have like six different Battlefield games that are all really good and wildly different. Oh, you know, kind of like, um, kind of like Vampire the Bloodlines, or sorry, Vampire the Masquerade, because they have Bloodlines, then they have all those side games that they made that had like an interactive story and a multiplayer thing. But the problem is, I don't think any of those games were very good. I think they got middling reception. But that's exactly what I want to see, just with the games being good. So anyway, I would really, really love to make or, or be a part of a video game studio that is doing something like that. Like, I think about Remedy Entertainment, and I'm like, man, they made three kick-ass games, and then they said, hey, guess what? They're all in the same universe. And you go, what? And now the next game that they're making, I'm instantly more interested in. Because they, <laughs> they got iconic characters with very good gameplay, and maybe their studio is not big enough to do the very wide approach that I was just talking about with League of Legends, but they care, you know? They care about what they're making and, and the and the content in the game. I think it's so powerful and so interesting, right? Like, this is why the Avengers did so well. This is why the MCU is doing so well and why DC wants to do the same thing. It's because having iconic content done really well that spans multiple types of media is attractive. I miss Halo Wars, you know? I mean, I never played Halo Wars, but I was so happy it existed. Anyway, I'm done for now. Thanks, folks. I'll talk to you tomorrow.